Hey guys, don't forget January the 11th at 1 p.m. at the UNC Charlotte Student Union Movie Theater. Cheap Seat Reviews live. We will be live streaming as well as posting on YouTube. For more information, go to www.cheapseatreviews.com. And now, today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audio download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash cheapseatreviews. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. I'm back, yo! A philosopher once asked, Are we human because we gaze at the stars? Or do we gaze at them because we are human? Pointless, really. Do the stars gaze back? Now that's a question. Happy holidays and greetings. Thanks for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, a podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 48, and today we're talking about Stardust. This is episode... I already said that. And I am Sean Oren, and joining me tonight is Chad, unicorn to the face, Evans. Aww. To the face. A unicorn thing. And welcome back, Chad. Yes. yes. Good, to good to have you back. <laughs> Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, Cornelia- so, oh, sorry. You, you mentioned, by the way, you mentioned in the intro that the star or the guys talk about how the stars are always watching. Yeah. Isn't that kind of like Elf on the Shelf? No. <laughs> because, because if you're I have a problem with that, though. Because not this, Elf on the yeah. Shelf. Well, it's kind of creepy, too. But I have show. a problem with like the, the whole infinity of space and the stars are looking at Earth. I mean, Earth. Earth? <laughs> 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 what? I don't know if that's a... awesome. Uh, yeah. I yes. like Yarth. Yes, yeah, that Yarth. Um, uh, Yarth. What was I? Oh yeah, we're doing intro still. Uh, Cornelius, don't drink the wine, Logan. Uh, that's too late. Oh, okay. Gulp, gulp. Yeah, <laughs> death. And Sam, who is blue-blooded Vector. And I will follow you until you die. Great. <laughs> yeah. You know, actually, uh, I saw those dead guys, and my thought was, that's one of them would have to be Sam. Oh, my gosh, and he would be annoying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you'd write a paper, and Sam would just, you know, go in your machine and pull their hard drive out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just a little static electricity, that, uh, yeah. Sam, that little hard Sam drive. Sam is the ghost in the machine. Let's yeah. just say that. All right. Well, yeah. So, here we go. Yeah, Stardust. This is 2000 and somethings, 2007 Stardust. Um. This yay. is yay. Um, oh my gosh. Sorry. My computer has just decided that now is the appropriate time to update the flash player. <laughs> Leave me alone. Jeez. Um, this is, like I said, 2007 Stardust. This came out August of 2007. Now, I have to, uh, before I say this, I should have done this beforehand. Um, the Holden Compass, 2007. I knew that. Golden Compass, it came out the same year, didn't it? Okay, so this is what happened. So Stardust did not do terribly well um, uh, 
domestically in the box office. Huh. It did um, uh, it did pretty good globally. I think uh, it was only a budget of about seventy million only, you know. But but globally, it did about one hundred and thirty eight hundred and forty million dollars, which is pretty good. But um, um, but locally, anyway, but it had the um, the problem of being coming coming out within a couple of months of the Golden Compass, which had all this huge um, buildup and to be the mm. letdown that I've mentioned multiple times on this show. Um, so Stardust kind of got overlooked, which is a shame. Um, and you're thinking to yourself, well, what is Stardust? Well, Catherine is here to explain. Stardust. To win his true love's heart, wide-eyed Tristan Thorne journeys to a forbidden realm to retrieve a fallen star that has taken human form. That's right. That's exactly what this movie is. Oh, and by the way, listeners, we apologize. All four of us have gotten sick at the same time. So, really, this uh, episode should be sponsored by, like, NyQuil or something. Um, or <laughs> Yeah, go take some and fall asleep. Mm, yeah, go NyQuil. take some, listen to this podcast, and fall asleep. Mm, your dream. Old NyQuil. Yeah, old NyQuil. Yeah, old school Nyquil, yeah. the the stuff you put in uh, you drug other people with. Right. Yeah. What? And, yeah. Yeah. And then listen to this podcast, and your dreams will be the things of nightmares. Um, yes. So you go. So this movie directed by Matthew Vaughn, and you're like, well, wait a minute, I've heard of Matthew Vaughn. Well, of course you've heard of Matthew Vaughn. He's no, who's Matthew Vaughn? Well, he's directed. Um, he's he's mostly a big producer. He's done a lot of producing, but he has directed uh, only five films. Um. Layer Cake, which I've never heard of, but then he does Star. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. It's about uh, it's tasty. It's a tasty pastries. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a successful Delicious. cocaine dealer gets two oh, tough assignments no. from his boss on the eve of his planned early retirement. Isn't James Bond in that one? Yes, he is. Okay, uh, Daniel Craig, not Sean yeah. Connery. Um, you're right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so then he does Stardust, and then he does Kick-Ass, and then he does X-Men First Class, and now he's doing Kingsman the Secret Service. So he's obviously... he. Likes- I kind of like his style, to tell you the truth. Yeah. I, I like most of those movies you just mentioned. I like uh, some of them, too. Yes. I've obviously not seen Kingsman, because it's not out yet. Uh, I did yeah. like First Class, X-Men First Class. I thought it was um, a breath of fresh air, because the third X-Men... Uh, uh, was bad. Final Stand was horrendous, and o- yeah. Origins was uh, Wolverine was was horrendous as well. Uh, was, I kind of liked Wolverine the second one. No, was, I couldn't get my oh, claws. You mean one in Japan? Oh, that one. Eh, it was fine. Yeah, whatever. It, it was it was serviceable for, for it, what I was looking for. It still had plot holes. I'm still confused on how he gets his claws back, but whatever. Anyway, the uh, bones. The bones grow back, but the but why would the metal come back? The metal shouldn't come back. It was a well, technically, there's technically a re- what. Oh, right. So comic book, well, comic book wise, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you can't comic book wise this. Explain how in Wolverine he tries to kill Magneto in that airport with bone claws, and the next movie he has metal claws. Explain that. magic. Well, I, I mean, oh, actually, magic does exist in this universe. So right in, in the form of in the form of Scarlet Witch. I get that, but like. And Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. And Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. And another. And this is this is not a comic book. I know. Just, just so you know. I, I just, I just, that's, it's a dumb thing that happened. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> I, I don't even know why I'm trying to defend it. I hate that movie. Yeah, don't, don't worry about it. It's not very good. Um, we anyway. should move on. 
<laughs> I don't know what the the pun you're trying. I don't. To go I, for. I didn't get that one. No. But you should Matt Vaughn on. Oh. Vaughn. No. Minus two points. Yeah. Really. Fair um, enough. Yeah. Uh, so Matt Vaughn directed this, and um, uh, it's based on a book. Sam and I have both read it. Chad doesn't read. Corny, have you read it? <laughs> I'm too smart. <laughs> Corny, you I've learned. You haven't read this either. No, okay. Uh, sorry, I, I actually did. Re- I read half of this because you, you and Sam actually talked about this book a lot, so I read half of it and uh, <laughs> then I pulled a chat and I was like, "Yeah, f this. I'm not doing it." And which is fine. <laughs> uh, torture yourself. This this book uh, and movie combination has the unique experience of being one of the few things that happened in the universe where the movie is actually better than the book. Mm-hmm. Um, if you. If you've read the book and you disagree with me, I would love to hear it, and I will explain to you why you're wrong. So, <laughs> um, the the book really isn't very. Uh, it's not adventurous at all. Um, it's it's about Tristan, and actually, in his name in the book, his name is Tristran, Trist T R I S T R A N, and they changed Tristram. it to Tristan because that other word is hard to say clearly. Um, the witch has very little to do with the movie at all. Um, and it's way more gruesome, you know, like there's like this kind of ambiguous thing that happens with the unicorn. Like, we're not really sure what happens to the unicorn in the, in the book, the, the witch cuts the unicorn's head off, right? And puts it in a bed in somebody's bed. No, she, no, she cuts the head off and then it magics, uh, it gets magic, uh, put back together and then, Magically. yeah. And then save them again, only to get his head cut off a second time. Um, yeah, it, it's actually pretty gruesome, and the whole Babylon candle concept is instead of you flying through the air, it's just like when you take a step, each step equals like a hundred miles or fifty miles or something like that. So it's just, it's kind of a weird thing. And also, oh, it makes you Usain Bolt, basically. Oh, nice. And the um, the pirates are not in the book hardly at all. Literally, he and the author uh, has admitted this. I have the Blu-ray of this movie, by the way, and we'll get to our initial impressions. I wanted to say this real quick. You um, paid money for Blu-ray. On I you? own this on Blu-ray. Yes, I, I'd get it. Yeah, I'd get it on Blu-ray um, too if I could. And, and and actually, I'd probably get it off of iTunes. Um, and for through what, a link on our website. Yeah, thanks you for the shameless plug. Um, <laughs> no, I, I do all this, and I have watched all the behind-the-scenes stuff on it. And one of the cool things is that the author admitted I needed them to escape the the scene at the end, and I yeah. didn't know how to do it, so I just wrote pirates in. I just wrote Sky Pirates. That's literally how he wrote it. But literally, like in the book, he yeah, goes, he wrote himself wrote himself into a corner. Basically, he did he had to come up with a way out. <laughs> Little like how uh, Breaking Bad had to go. Um, they kept writing Walter White into a corner and figure out a way out of it. Right. So they introduced Sky Pirates, right? Arg. Arg. Yeah. So anyway, that's so. So in the book, it's like they get on the board of the ship, and then they're like, "Hey, we're we're actually just—they're not even pirates; they're merchants." They were just going from point A to point B, and they just happened to have a flying vessel. And then a paragraph later, they get dropped off. A flying whistle. A flying whistle. Yeah. Uh, a flying um, whistle. Yeah, thank you, Corny. I appreciate your attempt at the uh, Star Trek. So, back to what, uh, according to what my show notes say I'm supposed to do. Um, uh, initial impressions. How many, ha- have you seen this before? Uh, Chad, I know you've seen it before because Sam and I actually sat you down, physically forced you to forced make, you to watch it, forced you to watch this movie. So this is Clockwork far- Orange style. Yeah. Forced you to watch this movie. So this is the first time you've seen it since then, I assume, right? Yes, okay. that is true. So 
from other than the first time we forced you to watch it. Now we did, <laughs> we did give you beer, so you can't be that mad at us. But no, from, I wasn't I wasn't mad at you the okay. first time I okay. watched it. Because um, the first my first impression of it was like this is not going this is not going to be fun. I I was not looking forward to it at all. <laughs> but after after the initial viewing, I thought eh, it's not so bad. You know, I liked it better when it was called Hocus Pocus. <laughs> and uh, Bette Midler is not in this, and she doesn't sing. <laughs> well, she should have been. Yeah, yeah, she actually could have been that uh, D- Deepwater Sal or whatever her name was. Yeah, D- ditch, yeah. ditch Water Sal. D- that's right. Ditch Water Sal. I, I don't know. I don't know what kind of movie you're watching. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Um, but uh, uh, going back and watching it again, I'm thinking like, wait a minute, there's. There's a lot of stuff in here that doesn't really add up. Like, for example, the wall. Like, do they ha- is the hole in the wall? Is that a portal? Is it? That's what the that's what Pink Floyd says. He says it's a portal. <laughs> but what happens if you just jump over the wall? <laughs> I can't answer the question no. because no. <laughs> there are some things in fairy tales you have to just kind of take oh, at the yeah you know. And doesn't the doesn't the guard didn't he jump over the wall at one point in time? No. And just kind of jump back? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't remember that. No, he just kung fu's him to keep him from. That's right. He just kung fu's him. Yeah, ninety eight year old man kung fu'd the crap out of that little kid. We just just to <laughs> to point, pull the point home a little more that Tristan is awkward and not not clever and things. And an idiot. Yeah, uh, corny. Oh, uh, it would be uh, the last time that I actually saw this movie would be the time that you made me watch no. <laughs> um, Actually, you did uh, sit me down and watch it, but not forcefully. <laughs> so I guess we're talking um, two or three years ago. All right. And um, it is just enjoy- just as enjoyable now as it was then. Uh, actually, I think I enjoyed it a little bit more because I, I kind of allowed me to look at other things uh, as the movie went on, so... Uh, okay, uh, Sam. Um, the only thing in this movie that drove me crazy the, the rodents of unusual size. Really kind of that, that, that's, that's what you're taking away from it. Okay. <laughs> Wait, <Yeah>. what? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> and you know the, the, the whole you know the dread pride. My name is that, yeah. It was it was a little awkward, but uh, but seriously, I love this movie. Absolutely love this movie. And uh, it's hard to me to sit down to review a movie like this just because I enjoy it so much. Um, it's kind of like, you know, when I'll sit down with Jurassic Park and oh God. Uh, oh God, no. it's got problems. Jurassic Park has its problems. It really does. Um, but it's hard for me to to focus on the problems when I like it so much. And this is the same way. You know, Chad, I'm sure you're going to point out a few of the problems of this movie. But uh, I really... Um, I'm going to point out some problems with this movie. Yeah, I, I kind of took a critical approach this time. Yeah. And, and I want our listeners to know that I really love this movie. I really do. And I'm going to sound like I'm negative on it. But um, I just, I guess I, I'm going to be a little nitpicky with it. But it is so much fun. Um, I must have seen this movie a couple weeks ago. Uh, I just sometimes have it playing on the background at work. So, um, yeah, enjoy it. It's one of my my play again and play again and play again type of movies uh, that I continuously enjoy. How about you, Sean? Well, yeah. So uh, thanks for the throwback to me um, or the toss, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Um, yes. 
I, this movie is one of those that when it came out, I saw it and I, I loved it then and have uh, since owned it on, and I owned it on Blu-ray and I think I owned it on, owned it on DVD also, but and then when the Blu-ray came out, I traded it in. Um, <laughs> I, I've, I've watched all the behind the scenes on it. I read the book. I, I liked Neil Gaiman. He's a little weird. Uh, mm-hmm. He's the guy that wrote the book Coraline. Basically, he wanted to write a horror story for his four-year-old, so he wrote Coraline. He's a weird dude, all right? So I get that. Um, but the movie is charming. It's fun. It's got a funny little unexpected twist with Robert De Niro. Um, <laughs> I I just... It, this movie was to me, fabulous. Absolutely, he was uh, in every sense of the word, and I, I, I just like the movie a lot. Does the movie have issues? Oh, what in the world? Is somebody eating <laughs> eating dinner? <laughs> Gordy. <laughs> Sorry about that. Either that or, or somebody's got uh, you know sitting around a campfire doing this. <laughs> yeah, a little foley work going on here. Um, well, the sad part is I'm not sure when I am muted and when I'm not. So I was about to cough, and I was like, well, let me shove some food in my mouth real quick. So I hit the mute button, or so I thought. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. I, and I probably won't edit this out because this is hilarious. Um, No. Love it. Uh, so, yeah. So this movie. And we're back. And we're back. And this movie. And we're basically, back. Uh, basically is that. It's, that this, it's a story about this kid who's awkward, and he's full of whatever, and he, he wants to be part of the bigger world, and he has dreams and things and he wants to know what's on the other side of the wall. And for whatever reason, there's a magical world on that side of the wall. Uh, and do you have to get there from just that point? Do we, I don't know. Where does that end? These are the things you have to think Have you, have you guys seen looper? Yes. Chad. No. Okay. Um, there's a, no. there's a moment in looper where Bruce Willis and J- Jason Gordon Levitt are sitting together and they're the same character. The Bruce Willis is just the older version, just from the future. And Jason Gordon-Levitt says, well, what about this? <laughs> and Bruce Willis smacks his hands on the table and he says, don't think about it, okay? Because if you think about it, then we're going to want to talk about it. And if we're going to talk about it, we're going to be sitting here for 12 hours talking about it. Just don't think about it. And that's basically him looking at the camera, looking at the audience going, just, we know that time travel movies have issues. Just shut up and just, <laughs> just watch the movie. And so uh, there wasn't that moment in this movie, but there should have been, you know, maybe the, the, yeah. the, the wall and the guard, the guard at the wall look, should have just looked at the camera and be like, this is where you get to the other side. And that's just the way it is, you know? Um, but they didn't do that, obviously. Um, do you think it would have, it would have serviced the movie better? No, I don't. Had they, had they broken a, a bit of a fourth wall like that? No, I don't. I, I think I, maybe if they would just <laughs> have, <laughs> Unintentional pun. You actually you get a point for that, Chad, uh, Sam. All right. Maybe if they had actually said like, if somebody somebody along the way had said something about, because they knew about the hole in the wall. Like they said, all magic folk can't go uh, over there, or or the start like the like. I can't yeah, talk. Yeah, the people on the other side know more about the people on the humans. Right, yeah. humans are they call them the humans though? People on that side are human too. But the normal world, we're all ignorant. But on the other side, like oh, like you know, Captain Shakespeare knows about London and Shakespeare and the guy what wrote Can Can, and um. But you know, so you're right. It just that was that was a weird thing that happened. Um, they also lived in a world where magic didn't really have rules. We just kind of you know like, I just well it kind of did. 
you know, the more you use the the more you of the parts yeah. or whatever they're eating is used up. Right. So I understand that they have physical like they themselves have like limitations right like in dragon ball z like they have to eat more sinto beans in this case it's you know uh stars hearts like i get that but like i thought it was weird that she says you will not hear see smell talk to the star yet for some reason she couldn't hit her like that magical barrier like literally presented like a bubble around her which i thought was weird like i kind of thought it would have been funnier if she could like just punch the crap out of her and she doesn't know why she's in pain (laughs) like i thought that would have been hilarious Instead of that gag where she's obviously got a harness on and she's leaning against it and she can't go forward. Um, yeah. I thought that, it, it again, watching it with the patent-pending CSR glasses, it, it looks a little uh, a little awkward. And, uh, and by the way, I'm going to call them CSR glasses, even though someone was like, but cheap seat is one word. I don't care. <laughs> there is like... This one... public service announcement brought to you by... Sean. Yes. Who doesn't care? It doesn't care. Back to you, Sean. Right, thanks, pal. Um, so, <laughs> so there was an interesting thing that happened in this movie, and I, I noticed it when I watched it, and I and I was after going through a lot of the trivia. And there's a lot of good trivia on this movie. I was kind of confirmed in my belief. You look at the cast of this movie. Let's look at the cast. Why not? Okay. Because I have the internet and I can do that. You look at the cast and go, well, gosh, it's got um. Pfeiffer. Uh, he's got Michelle Pfeiffer. You got De Niro. De Niro. You got Joe um, Pesci. Joe, Joe Pesci's not in this. Stop it. You got Peter O'Toole, Mark Strong. <laughs> um, Henry Cavill is in this, ladies and gentlemen. Really? Uh, yeah. Who's yeah. that again? I'll, hold on. We'll, we'll play that game in just a second. I'm bringing that game back for this episode because it's special. Okay. You got Ian McKellen in the McKellen as the narrator with his soldier voice, sir. You're right. Uh, like I said, Mark Strong. You got Jason Fleming. Um, I said Claire Danes. Said, with no eyebrows. And so, and, um, so these are all like like good actors and actresses. Yeah. Like These are like well-known, especially De Niro, right? And then you got um, Charlie Cox. And he's Who a, hasn't he's a, done anything. He's a nobody. And so I literally think is that Matthew Vaughn was like, this is the kid I want. And the, and I read this later, and this is what actually happened. He went to the studio and said, this is the kid that I want to be Tristan. And they're like, who the hell is this kid? We don't know who he is. <laughs> this is the guy you're going to base your movie on? And he's and he said, yes, I am. And they, he said, they said, well, you need better supporting actors. So that's why he like dumps like all these like really good actors around him, thinking that maybe it'll help elevate his performance i think he did fairly well he did okay he's not great he's not bad um i actually think the kid that plays young dunstan young dunstan thorn ben barnes who would later go on to be prince caspian in the narnia movies i think he's a better actor uh and i thought he would have actually been better uh side note little uh kind of fun little piece of trivia that i uh, wasn't actually written in the trivia i just figured out Ben Barnes, the guy who plays young Dunstan, plays Prince Caspian. Did in he the, check in? In the Prince Caspian movie, in the Narnia <laughs> movies, the guy that plays his father, uh, his name was Nathaniel Parker, plays old Dunstan Thorne. Just thought that was kind of oh. funny, right? Anyway, there you go. Little uh, 
little metal. I'm a better person for knowing that now. I know, right? A lot of weird stuff. Uh, you are a better person for knowing it. Shut up, Sam. No um, <laughs> hostility. Sam. Right? Yeah. Well, we're all sick, so we're all <sighs> Um And I keep muting my microphone when I cough. I apologize. So we have these awkward silences. When... That's, that's basically what happened is I'm coughing. I just don't want to do it in the recording. Um, I, so so Dunstan, Dunstan runs across the wall, right? He fools the old man. So he, he runs, checks into Stormhold? He does. Dunstan checks in. Yes. You've been trying to get <laughs> <laughs> You've been waiting on that one for a week, haven't you? Like, here's a monkey movie called Dunstan Checks In. <laughs> yeah. There. Erp, derp. Good job. So he goes into the wall. He goes into the What about a monkey? And uh, he, he immediately just walks up to the first pretty girl he sees. And, and and she sees him, and she's like, yep, I'm going to bed this guy. And so she gives him a flower, and 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 then away they go. Like, Yeah, that's kind of creepy. It was, if you it, think about it, that's that's really creepy. So I, my, I call it Vegas. So my note was, I want to hear the, quote-unquote, how I met your mother on this story. <laughs> Which he eventually Well, does. you see, kids, I was walking through the woods, and then I came across this girl, and she was just like, let's go. And uh, that was kind of it. <laughs> and so. that's it. <laughs> and that's it. Oh, okay. So yeah. the secret world beyond the wall is is really Las Vegas, basically. But no one ages. Did you guys notice yeah. that? I thought that was weird because his mother is the same age when she beds her dad as she is when we see him. So I don't if people like people don't age on that side of the wall or they age differently. I I, I thought that was weird, and I've always thought that was weird. Uh, they I all got that Benjamin Button. And I don't remember if it's in the book, Sam. I don't remember that. I of course, I don't even either. think if that whole part where Dunstan goes across and and does, you know, <laughs> her. You don't want to say it. <laughs> has, has the nasty in the yeah. uh, in the yellow uh, submarine. Yeah, so, that's just nasty. Um, yes. So anyway, so. With the um, slave girl. So Serena Miller is in this, and she's very pretty, and she's also, and she's in the G.I. Joe movie and not a whole lot else. Um, didn't you just kind of want to punch her in the face? A little she, bit. She was, uh, a little bit. what was her name? Victoria? The crap. I forgot her name. Is Victoria. My, yeah. Yeah, Victoria. My favorite movie. I can't remember. It's not my favorite movie, but it's one of my, uh, yeah, Victoria. And like every time she talked, I just, I just kind of wanted, you know, someone to just smack her because she was. But you're supposed to feel that way. I though. know. But what's frustrating and you feel this way for the character of, of Tristan is like, how can we as the audience who've met her for five minutes hate her, yet you are so blindly in love with her? And then I remembered how I met your mother. And it's that that thing, you know, because you don't see her flaws because you want to have sex with her. Is that the mermaid theory? No, not the mermaid theory. It's the it's the episode where like you don't notice their flaws and then they until you point them out and then the glass breaks. Oh, like the, the eating. Oh the yeah. The yeah. loud eating. The loud that eating really and, the, and the girl yeah. that talks all the time. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like he doesn't notice that she's horrible until after he slept with Claire Danes. Um, spoiler, I guess I don't know if it's a spoiler. After he sleeps with the star, and then he goes back. That's when he realizes you're a horrible person because I no longer want to sleep with you. So, yes, never mind. We'll, we'll get to that. Oh. We'll get to it. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> but do you want to really get a good glimpse of how how smooth the talker Tristan is? This is how smooth a talker he is. I would. <laughs> I go to Africa and bring you back a diamond as big as your fist. 
Or I'd, I'd go to the Arctic and I'd, I'd slaughter a polar bear and bring it back its head. <laughs> a polar bear's head? <laughs> yep. Anyway, good job. What a way to cock block yourself, dumbass. Um, oh. Yeah. I also, um, yeah, well, anyway, it is what it is. Um, he's awkward and, and, and that's great. Uh, I, so, so then we get into Stormhold and we meet uh, Peter O'Toole, who is, you know, the great famous actor, you know, for Lawrence of Arabia and other things. And he, they, they have this weird tradition in this town or this, this kingdom where basically the only way you become king is by killing your brothers to become king. And I just thought it was weird that not only is that a thing, but he, <laughs> he like enjoyed like they killed his son and he laughed at it. He was like, "Hey, Secundus, go to the window." And then Septimus goes over and pushes him out, and he laughed the whole time. And I'm like, <laughs> "What is wrong with this family?" Anyway, just whatever. Um, I loved it though. I, I love that that quirk of the movie. Oh yeah, just, it was. It was it's great. something you have you haven't seen before. Is the the line of secession goes through killing your family well, on purpose. Well, no, because that, I mean, that's happened in other books and actual history and things. Uh, and that's actually, But not so out in the open. No, not so out in the open. And they're kind of making fun of it and have literally the peanut gallery following you. Because <laughs> um, they're just, they just poking fun the whole time. I did write, do the ghosts only go where the plot needs them to? You know, like, why are they with one brother and not the other? Like, why were they riding in the cage, the coach with one brother, and not, like, on the piggybacking on the horses of the other brother, you know? I'm thinking it's because they're where they're most interested in being. I guess. That was, that was my take. Yeah. Uh, they were hilarious. And, and most of them are comedians. Like, are actual comedians. So I, there's, there's probably, like, behind the, the like, like, um, like, stuff that's on the cutting room floor that's actually pretty funny. Um. What? Why would you marry? Oh, uh, again, just what? I'm sorry. I'm reading my notes and I'm trying to remember. Like going back to the point about Victoria, it's like Tristan again is is in that that thing. You know, like we were just talking about where he just he he doesn't see her flaws, but like like doesn't like the red flag come up when she's like, I tell you what, you go get me that star and I'll marry you instead of him. Like what? That's that's like the worst idea for a marriage ever. Yeah, but. You know, have you ever been infatuated with a girl? You know, there's you don't see that kind of I stuff. I know you don't, and that's again, that's the point that that how I met your mother was trying to get. Yeah, um, yeah. She, she's a she's what we would call the pedestal girl for this guy. You know, no matter what she does, she's going to seem perfect in his eyes. Oh yeah. Um, Even if she's a terrible human being, which she is in this movie. Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, when she first got the transformation after she ate the last bit of the star, she thought she was looking pretty good for whatever age she is. She was looking good. Obviously, she got way worse as it got on. But Yeah, the soft filter helped. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, Kung Fu Old Man, that was pretty great. Um, oh, wait a minute. We had not one, but I'm pretty sure we had two. Uh, there it is. Uh <laughs> we had two montages with, with a little bit of a uh, squirreliness into the and, audio and not even a not even just montage one not only was it one a traveling montage but the other one was a traveling slash training slash falling in love montage 
Dude, like, there was so much traveling in this movie. Oh, yeah, it's a road trip. I mean, yeah, it, it's a road movie is really what it is. They're either walking or riding in a carriage or in a sky boat. Uh, yep. which that, that boat was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, good old sky boat in the uh, world of tomorrow. Oh, I love that movie. Gosh. <laughs> and, and they collect lightning. I thought it was so clever that that's what they, you know, they, they're, they're sky pirates and they collect <laughs> lightning and that... That that's an illegal thing to do, and and they trade on the black market with Richie, Ricky Gervais, who can get you a two faced dog, who can watch the front and the back at the same time. You know, it's just I love that. I want a movie about those guys. You know, I want that I almost, part of the movie reminded me a lot of of the Final Fantasy Final Fantasy games. Yeah, 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 yeah. It really did with the airship and the you know collecting lightning, and it just. Really? It just screams like a it's a thing. Final you don't Fantasy remember? Seven. You don't remember me playing Final Fantasy in Apartment Forty? You did it in your room. I didn't. I don't know. Ew, you go blind. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ! When you do it in your room. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, this is gross. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna turn the. I'm gonna turn my video camera back on just for this one little thing. Oh, this thanks. is for you, Sam. Yeah, see, my internet is so bad, I can't see anything right now, <laughs> oh, just so you know. It doesn't matter. Um, doesn't matter. So, <laughs> I, I like the movie because it had some really great comedic moments. You know, like um, when they turned Ron Weasley's dad into a, from a goat into a dude, and then he got hit in the face with a unicorn and turned back into a goat and passed out. That was hysterical. I mean, it was obviously like a fake goat that they just threw against the wall, but it was hilarious. Um <laughs> I'll be honest with you, if I had just turned on this podcast and heard what you just said, I'd immediately be like, nope, I'm out. Well, fortunately, <laughs> podcasts are like radio. You can't just jump yeah. in the middle. Um, I guess you can. And people have turned us off a long, long time ago, yeah, so yeah. don't worry about that. <laughs> um, I also like the bit when he's like, the stars are, are warning him. How cool would that be, by the way? You know, like you're in the woods and all of a sudden the stars are like, hey, watch out. Here comes something. Ah, you know, like... So the stars are helping him out, right? Man, that, pledging would have been so much easier. Right? God, it would have yeah. been. <laughs> so the, the stars are like, hey, you need to get on this carriage. And it's like the worst attempt to get on the carriage ever. Like, he just jumps into the side of it and bam! You know, and the music is building and building and it's exciting and exciting and bam! He just falls off the back of it. It's hysterical. Uh, I love those little moments. Um, uh, did you guys notice that the coach kind of looked like a Hummer? It did. Yeah, that didn't was it? weird, yeah. especially for being that time period. I just, I wonder if they got a special on that at the prop shop. Got a special. Hey, we got, we got a coach that looks like a Hummer. Great. Let's build that. Uh, I'll give it to you for half off. Okay. <laughs> what was he Australian? We, we, we spent too much on uh, on Robert De Niro and, and his outfits in this movie, so we will. We uh, spent mo- we'll we spent half off De Niro on De Niro. Yes, we did. There we go. <laughs> Uh, unicorn ex machina. I wrote that. Um, uh, it's a thing. It, he actually wrote that. It's a thing. <laughs> I really did. Uh, sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Get in the hot tub. That's for you. That's uh. That I thought that was awkward. Um, I did thought it was kind of messed up how he called her a stupid cow. Like, yeesh. Like, well, Claire Danes is kind of hot and not fat. So why would you call her a cow? He, asshole i don't um, find her that attractive uh, the, the eyebrows it drives me crazy that she doesn't have eyebrows so says mr nose <laughs> oh man <laughs> <Come on. laughs> 
Just yeah, you gained your points back from earlier. Man, just laying the smackdown. Um, getting personal up here. Um, it's my fault. I'm sorry. I'm... Yeah, again, we're all grumpy and like like delirious. We're gonna kill each other by the end of this episode. Sure. <laughs> Why do you keep saying? Sam, I love you. I'm sorry. She has eyebrows in the picture I'm looking at. Like, whatever. hey, you know, a couple gingers died in this movie. That should have. That should. That should make things better, right, Sam? Who? That's true. Well, who? What gingers died? Um. No gingers died. No gingers died. No gingers were harmed in the making of this film. Not only did the ginger, not only did Bernard get turned into a woman and then turn back, uh, and he looked down at his boobs, and that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, you would too. I mean, honestly. Oh God, yes. Actually, he was turned into a goat, then back into a dude, and then into a woman, and then back into a dude, and then he joined the pirate crew. It was at the end credits. He's sitting there next to Captain Shakespeare. Uh, I only noticed that in this episode. There was another showing. Thing. Really? I'm going to have to stop. Golly, I'm going to have to watch it again. There's another I didn't thing, notice that. Yeah, there's another thing that I noticed this time, this showing, that I'd never seen before. And uh, it oh. just kind of like uh, blew my mind a little bit. And I guess he's coughing. Yes, Cough? I was. Okay. Yes. That's why I have my camera on. So if you see me cough and you guys can jump in and say something. Um... <laughs> Which is funny to watch you cough, actually. Oh, it's more fun to watch that. All right. So we haven't done this game in a while. I want to do it real quick, okay? Yeah. It's the it's the, the, the comic book connection game. Because okay. this movie was so rife with comic book connections that I had to to do this. All right? Stop it, Chad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, comic book connections. Okay. So I've already mentioned a couple. Uh, uh, Sam, pick one. Go. Quick. What? Pick uh, 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 Claire Danes, Iron Man. She's not an Iron Man. Penny Stop it! No, she's not. You know she's Penny Potts Potter. Stop it! You're... Potter Harry Potter. Yes, you're being stupid now. Uh, Corny. Oh, let's see. Uh, let's go with uh, obviously uh, Ian McKellen. Okay. Magneto. Yep. Right now. Um, we also have. Chad, do you have a guess? Other than, oh, you look. You've been looking at my script. So, uh, Corny, keep going. Who me? No, no. Chad has. Okay. Um, I'll see. I've already uh, mentioned him by name once, and I've mentioned someone else by name. I'm sorry. I know cold medicine and things. Okay. Uh, Sam, you have any other actual guess? Guesses? No, I I wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry. You weren't paying attention to the movie that you love. <laughs> no, I was, I was, I, I was answering emails. Sorry, <laughs> you were answering emails during the podcast. Yeah, I had to. I'm a student who's complaining. Oh my gosh, uh, real life no, problems. No, no, no wonder nobody likes us. Um, <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer. No, um, Michelle Pfeiffer. Let me guess. Uh, 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 Ricky Gervais. No, I've literally said her name twice now. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes. She's Catwoman. She... Catwoman. Oh, Catwoman. Next. Yeah. All right. We've got Ian McKellum and Michelle Pfeiffer. I've already... Okay. Uh... Well, the director did kick ass. Uh, okay, Michael fine. Michael Keaton. Who? Batman. Michael Keaton is not in this movie, but thanks for playing. <laughs> Jane... Hold on. Let me pull up... Danny DeVito? Penguin? He's not in this movie either. Um, there are no, no more... No, we've already talked about... Uh... Uh, this is starting to be awful. 
I've, and I literally said the guy's name earlier in the episode, like his actual Patrick name. Patrick Stewart. He's not in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we trying to think of how many people are in the movie. And Chad, you're looking at my script, so you like you know exactly well, yeah, what I'm Sienna, looking at. Also, have Sienna Miller who was a uh, GI Joe. And That's that was... not a comic book movie. That's a movie based on. Oh, no, are you doing a specifically comic movie? Which comic is, book movie. This is why I said comic book connections. Yes. Well, it works because. What? Yeah, Joe was was it wasn't it a comic before it was a and it was a, toy. a TV show. It was a toy. What a about his mom? his mom? Oh, Henry Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. There you go. Who plays Superman? Yeah. Superman. There you go. He oh. was the uh, douchebag McBaggins. I'm okay. okay. We're gonna keep. I'm gonna do this myself. Mark Strong, who also played. Um, what's his name? Uh, Septimus is Sinestro in um, Green Lantern, and he's also in Kick-Ass. Jason Fleming, who was Primus, was also in Kick-Ass, and he was in First Men, X-Men First Class as Azazel. And then you also have Charlie Cox, who was Tristan, is going to be the new Daredevil in the Daredevil TV show that Netflix is producing. Oh, really? Good. I'm glad he landed something. Yeah, so there you go. But there was just a lot of people, and I wanted to say that. There you go. And obviously the director. Um, so there you go. Another fun little thing um, that that uh, that this happened. I like this music. Holy crap! That's the Spider-Man uh, first version. Uh, first Spider-Man version. It's Spider-Man one. All yeah, right. that, so that's, that's 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 from a piece of music, and then this is another piece of music. And once again, one of those is Star Trek, and one of those is uh, Stardust. Which one is oh. which? They both sound like Wagner. Yeah, exactly. You're Wagner. <laughs> I want to say the second one was Stardust. Okay. Anybody else agree with Chad? Um, no, I think the second one was Star Trek. It was. The second one was from Star Trek Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Made by James Horner. But as soon as that moment happened in the movie, I was like, man, that sounds just like Star Trek. That's okay. Um, this also happened, and it was hilarious. Thank you. That's so kind. Thank you very much. Uh, my name's Justin. What, what's yours? Bernard. And of course, he's looking at a pretty blonde, or a pretty, uh, pretty uh, redheaded girl. Um, so that's what made that gag hilarious. Um, there you go. Um, you know, I already said unicorn ex machina. Um, uh, I, I thought it was also strange that no one ever notices when she's glowing. <laughs> You know, like she's her own nightlight, but no one else seems to notice except. But she really only glowed a couple times. Right, but right? no one. But but she glowed a couple. Glowed, glued. She glued, glowed, <laughs> glowered, she um, glistened, glowered, um, glowered. Uh, when um, glowsted, <laughs> glowsted, glowsted. <laughs> Call of Duty glowsed. Uh, I don't know what happened. Um, she's yeah, she's doing, emanating light. Yes. Um, obviously when she's dancing, whatever, um, with the Robert De Niro, Captain Shakespeare, and he tells her, Shakespeare. 
Yeah, and he tells her, he's like, "Hey, I know what you are. You need to, you know, be careful with your emotions." And then she starts dancing with Tristan, and it's like the whole ship. You could read a book from her, uh, but no one else seems to notice. Um, but his pirate crew are all yeah. They were all focusing on her lack of eyebrows. Oh my god. <laughs> whatever. Everybody, everybody has their thing. I know. Uh, I thought yeah. she's. I think she's very attractive and and whatever. But uh, some people are 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 petty and. Um, and that's okay, Sam, because we still love you. Um, it's not petty. It's, it's personal hygiene. Personal hygiene? Yeah, and grow those things out, or at least color them so in. So you have issues with Whoopi Goldberg, then? Yeah, anybody without eyebrows. They need to just get working on it. Why? Why does that matter? She's still a funny lady. She doesn't need to have eyebrows not to be funny. Well, if, if she doesn't want me staring at her brow, you know, I, I could focus on the humor. And the comedy <laughs> instead of the lack of facial hair where it needs to be. Uh, uh, if you say so. Why, um, why does a woman need facial hair? <laughs> anyway. In the right places. Or in the right places, yeah. There's only one across, place. The, across the lips under the chin. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the same reason you'd stare at somebody who had a unibrow. No, actually, I stare at a unibrow because it's freaking weird. Yeah. See? See, so the lack of an eyebrow is the same thing as but no, a no, you're, you're talking about no, it's not. You're talking about personal hygiene. A unibrow has nothing to do with hygiene. You know, there's an eyebrow. Who cares? It's a personal choice. But she has eyebrows. Like I don't know why you keep saying this. She look clo- look at the close-ups in this movie. She's about it. She she's there might be something there, but I don't know if she bleaches them. Well, I don't they, know what she's she does. Obviously, she's obviously I'm like, looking at it right now. She's got eyebrows. She's, yeah, she's obviously got eyebrows. I mean, we're looking at pictures of her like right now, and she clearly has eyebrows. So either a you watched her on, uh, or watched this movie on a, on a your you know whatever TV downstairs, and you just can't see anything, or or you're just choosing to find one small negativity about a very lovely person. Well, I'm sure she's a very nice person. Wow. Her I'm lack of sure eyebrows she... is concerning. You know, it could be I mean, sickness. I don't know. Maybe she's having sickness. some sort of problem. You're such an idiot. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I don't even want to talk to you right now. You know now. what? Lack of eyebrows? <laughs> I'm just going to talk to Corny and Chad for the rest of this episode. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what, Sam? Just for a sake of argument, I'm going jo- to join you in the soul. Uh... No eyebrow for crazy. Something wrong with you people. I just don't. I don't understand. Oh, what do you mean, you people? You mean exactly. tall people? <laughs> I mean exactly what I mean by you people. You non-eyebrow seeing people. Like I don't understand. She's got eyebrows. I'm looking at screenshots from the movie. Yeah, and she's got eyebrows. She's very lovely. Anyway. Of course, it's on the yeah, internet. You know, Anybody could put eyebrows on that on oh the internet. Oh my god, you're such an idiot. <laughs> Drawn in, it's, each individual individual cell has been shaded it's just for your taste. Yeah. Uh, it's I, a conspiracy. I'm gonna move past this because I'm getting angry now. Um, like I'm I'm actually just looking for stills of her that I can find <laughs> that I'm just gonna send to you. This is just uh, a hair raising situation. Here. Now I'm not talking about Claire Danes on a sunny day in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm talking about Claire Danes and Stormhold or whatever this is. Stronghold, strong, strong land. I love how Storm you don't wind. know Storm anything winds. about your movie. <laughs> this is your favorite movie, but you don't know you know any of the characters or anything like that. This is cracking me up. I'm, I'm, I have got a scene pulled up right now of them walking in the forest. I'm looking, and at, I see no I, eyebrows. I just sent a, t- a picture, a, a link to a picture of her, and her and Tristan are in uh, the uh, the witch's castle or whatever, 
and and she's got eyebrows. I I I I am watching them walk right now, and it literally looks. Are she you, has, are like you, she's what are you bald. She looks like she's wearing bald? a blonde wig with no eyebrows. Oh I wonder. I wonder if Claire Danes has some sort of hair problem. Stop. Maybe that's a wig the entire time. Oh my god! Oh my I'm god. done with you. I really am. I'm just gonna move on. Um, good thing his jacket was fireproof. Um, there you go. Septimus, did, of the, of the, of the seven that died, did you think he had the worst death? Oh, drowning? Absolutely. Well, no, not just drowning. Having your arm broken for you and then your leg broken and then drowned. Yeah. Yeah. That's because then you're going to be wet and all the, all the afterlife and then it's just miserable. <laughs> so that guy who had his face smashed over, it probably wasn't very comfortable either. I think the poisoning one would have been probably the best death. The best? Well, not the best death, but the best afterlife. Yeah, I mean, like he, just, he was just chill. You know, he just looked like a dude. Um, did you guys think that those knives look like the ones that they use in um, Game of Thrones to kill the others? Uh, <laughs> dragon glass. The race? Yeah, the dragon glass. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, it's a good thing those animals in the cages hold a grudge against the witches. Um... <laughs> Would that be a trope? I can't, absolutely, it's a trope. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, uh, I did, did you notice the uh, the Star Wars um, the Star Wars fight happening. You know, she's using the Force to throw uh, heavy objects, and then he uses lightning. <coughs> um, yeah, good job. Um, oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't get to it in time. That's okay, corny. Uh, I missed a I couple. I missed a couple of my audio clips, but this one uh, made me laugh. You may think you're showing a little spirit in front of your lady friend, but if you talk back to me again, I'll feed your tongue to the dogs, you impertinent little pup. Sir? Better, but still interrupting. That's right. I like that part. It made me laugh every time. still makes me laugh. I'm just still pissed at Sam. There's this funny girl moment. (laughs) Well, give my regards to England. It's been a pleasure to meet you both. Mind you, don't wear that wench out, Captain Tristan. <laughs> so I labeled that that audio clip "Good First Mate" because literally the the first mate, who's the dude from um, um, Band of Brothers, uh, you know. The, so the captain's all like, "Have a good time in England," and whatever he says, and the first mate kind of goes, Ur-r-r-r-r-r. and he's like, "Oh yeah, don't you know? Mind you, don't wear that wench out." And then he when he when the guys go, ah, you can see the first mate over there, like, rolling his eyes. He's hilarious. <laughs> so I, I appreciated I appreciated him a lot. Um, we always knew you were whipsy. Well, you mean, you mean, you mean this? It's my reputation. No, 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 don't be silly nonsense. You saw what, Captain? We always knew you were a whoopsie. <laughs> You'll always be our captain, Captain. Oh, oh Captain. Ah, yeah. Oh, let's go, let's go. Yeah, I like it. And then oh, Captain, I, my Captain. And then I'm gonna um, I'm gonna keep this, uh, do this thing every now, every time, whenever someone says the name of the movie in the movie. Well, why would I want this? Just a measly handful of stardust. Ah, they said it. Ah, there you go. Um, I do like how they finally killed the witch at the end by going Super Saiyan. I thought that was great. Um, uh, I did think it was kind of funny that at the end when the, he's been crowned king, 
that they they show like everybody in the background, you know, and they look over at Humphrey and he kind of winks over at the captain. I'm like, are they <laughs> insinuating that Humphrey's gay? Yeah. Um, and then the crowd cheers and hooray, we've never met, but I'm sure you'll be a great king. Um, so that's that's a trope. How dare you? How dare you question the king? Right. Right. Anyway. Um, hail to the king. Hail to the king, baby. Um, one last, one other thing I noticed this time that I'd never noticed before, that when Tristan becomes king and the little ruby turns color or whatever, and then yeah. the ghosts are like, oh, I guess this means it's time to go, and they all turn into little stars and they go up, there's one red one, one that, goes, that down. goes down. Yep. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'd never seen that before. And then, of course, I read the trivia and saw that it was. Yeah, I, I, I read the trivia too and didn't. I'd never caught that until I read that. Right. So, anyway. So, speaking which of. One, trivia, which one went down? Uh, well, Septimus, of course. He was the most <laughs> evil. At least I think so. Speaking yeah. of so, trivia, before we get so to. What? I mean, the rest of them obviously killed, they'll kill each other, but he killed, I think, the most of the brothers, right? Yeah, um, he just seemed anyway, and his name was. But he, that was the only way to become king. But here's the, kill here, or be killed, right? But here's the thing. So, is it warranted? Uh, no. Uh, well, life. it's not like the Hunger Games, I guess. I mean, but I guess maybe it is. Kind of is, yeah. Um, so, he he's a bad guy, right? Mark Strong is a bad guy. So, he um. He he obviously kills his brothers. Whatever, blah blah. Doesn't really matter the story, right? Uh-huh. He he doesn't really do anything bad against Tristan, and in fact, he actually helps Tristan in the end. Uh-huh. So, he's not really a bad guy, bad guy. So I wrote question mark anti bad guy because we have anti heroes, you know, like Malcolm Reynolds and Han Solo are like anti heroes. Does this make him like an anti bad guy? I don't know. Just a thought I had. Would Darth Vader uh, helping Luke at the end? Count him as an anti-bad guy? Mm, no. Mm, He's no. a bad guy who has a redemption moment. Okay. Whereas this guy never redeems himself. He dies a bad guy in everyone's eyes except his own, but he never does anything to impede the the hero. Okay. You know, like his motives are totally selfish. And if at the end of this whole thing, if he's going to take the stone and and become king, well, would he have to kill Tristan? He wouldn't know that, though, would he? No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't know that yet, but he would eventually have to. He would have to kill Tristan for the he'd have to, and or he'd have to kill as many people as he could until he killed someone he was related to. Right, I guess. Uh, anyway, Audible dot com. Um, they sponsored this uh, average show uh, this episode. And, wow, uh, yeah, you're nice. I know. <laughs> Again, we're all sick, and none of us are in a good mood, and um, and it's okay. It'd still be still be a good episode. I think it'll be it'll be it'll be a good average show. Go listen to some of our other. Go listen to Snowpiercer again. <laughs> that was a good episode. Um, Audible. Not oh, because, it was a, it not was a good Chad. episode because I wasn't here. No, that's, Chad. That's, oh. that's not what I'm saying. You see, I wasn't going to mm-hmm. say anything. No. Um, anyway, Days of Thunder was was a good episode. Who wasn't there for that? Sam. Chad. Oh, was that you again? Oh. Well, anyway. <laughs> Dig well, that hole deeper there, buddy. When you dig, we've dug ourselves into a hole. I just got to keep digging ourselves, digging ourselves out. There you go. Anyway, there's a call back to um, that other show that we did. What's it called? Dumb and Dumb. Dumb, and Dumb. Um, Audible.com uh, sponsored this show. Audible.com. Uh, you can get a free audio download and a 30-day free trial. You can download Stardust. And you can even listen to it just like this. 
From time to time, shapes and figures can be seen amongst the trees in the distance. Huge shapes and odd shapes and small glimmering things which flash and glitter and are gone. Although it is perfectly good meadowland, none of the villagers has ever grazed animals on the meadow. On the That's right. They've never done it. Know why? Because this is Stardust <laughs> territory and we don't do that. So, uh, get your free audiobook. You can get that or any other... Um, fun uh, book uh, now let, let me ask you this okay. do you do you always read those types of books in a british accent in your mind no like harry potter you didn't do in your with a british accent uh i did of the characters yeah like when i was reading as harry i read as daniel radcliffe or Severus snape as alan rickman but as yeah. if, when it was just the narration it was just me yeah okay it's my voice anyway um <laughs> That interruption, uh, still uh, better. It's brought to you by Audio. But Audible.com. Audible Audible.com. Yeah. AudibleTrial.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. And get a 30-day free trial and an audiobook of your choosing. Thank you. You can also find a link through our website. That's right. Uh, at at CheapSeatReviews.com. Trivia. The vicious-looking scimitar-shaped glass knife that Lemia, Lemia, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, was used was originally designed by Matthew Vaughn for Magneto in The Last Stand. But it was never actually used. Why does he need a knife? Yeah, why? Yeah. Why does he need a glass knife? Okay, corny, the, comic corny, book nerd. Yeah, comic book. What's, what's the reason? I'm sorry, what? Uh-huh. Well, does Magneto game? ever use a knife? Yeah, or a he's sword? In, uh, yeah, if he's in the Savage Land. He's in the Savage Land? What's the Savage yeah. Land? Oh, is that when uh, he goes back in time with Magneto and they have to ride dinosaurs? No, go back in time. It's just a... A geological area where powers don't work. Oh, okay. I remember that episode. Um, well, anyway, he was he had they they made that knife thing for him in X Men: The Last Stand, but apparently he didn't use it. Matthew Vaughn pitched. Yeah, bridge. Uh, he pitched the executives uh, to Paramount for the studio. He wanted a more recognizable name like Orlando Bloom to play Tristan, and it was only after he had cast Robert De Niro, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Claire Danes, like I said earlier. Um, he had, Matthew Vaughn had great difficulty shooting scenes in the inn in which Lamia entices Yvain, Tristan, and Primus because there were very few occasions which they were all on set at the same time. So most of the shots had to be like, um, like them like individually done because you know they weren't there at the same time. Anne Hathaway, Scarlett Johansson, Sarah Michelle Gellar, and Jessica Alba all turned down the role of Yvain. All of them have eyebrows. The musical theme of Septimus, corny, you would be probably the only nerd that would have noticed this before, um, but all of us are music nerds in our own right, and therefore um, would have would have uh, maybe noticed this or appreciated this. The musical theme, <coughs> excuse me, couldn't get to the button in time. The musical theme of Septimus is written in seven-eighths time. This is a play on his <laughs> name, meaning seven. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I do believe I, I read a uh, trivia somewhere too, where their clothing had markings on it in terms of uh, seven, six, five, four, that type of thing. Yeah, everywhere on their clothing they had. Oh, so they were all evil exes, like in Scott Pilgrim. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, except there's no guitars and um, video game effects. video game references, and no one bursts shut in, your face. No one shut bursts into face. coins when they die. Oh, look, hey, I'm look. not saying Scott Pilgrim's a bad movie. I'm not at all. I enjoy it very much. Um, at the end, Ren Una... All right, Sam, you're back in. Uh, ...tells Tristan <laughs> that he is the last surviving male heir. Oh, I already said that. Um, there you go. That's our trivia. Um, Very cool. Soundtrack grade. 
I wrote PG for pretty great. I love the soundtrack. Yes. I, I, well, I was listening to it on iTunes through the links on our website, of course. Mm-hmm. And um, well, it done. has a few, it has some pretty good tracks. The whole soundtrack as a whole is a little bit boring for me. But doggone it, there are some tracks on there that will, you know, make you want yeah, to they're, direct. Yeah, it's, they're, they're, they're toe tappers. Uh, I like the, um, the, um, the montage, the flying vessel when he's training. Yeah. I, I own that one. It's part of my collection. I, I like that, that part a lot. Yeah, Coronation is pretty awesome, too. Yeah, very epic, very uh, militaristic, yeah. very um, stuff like that. And uh, it was... It was good. I, uh, you know, I, uh, I like it a lot. <laughs> so, uh, not, 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 um, I do not like you. No, that's not true at all. I, I liked it a lot. So, oh, dude, you know what? You know what we forgot to talk about? Um, uh, well, Tristan has to save his dog, but there's a situation where <laughs> when, he, when, he, dog. when he, when he looks over at the witch and says, <laughs> if you kill my dog, I swear to God, I swear to God, I get really mad. That, that, are you talking about that part? Oh man! That was or such a are you are you scene. talking about the part where he says this? I don't think you understand. These boys killed my dog. Oh, that part. <laughs> so then he got mad. So then he said, "I am the law." So was that the part about the when they were in the 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 made up the the uh, the illus- illusionary um uh, in yeah. The, it, I can't talk. <laughs> oh, 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 fail. Oh, all I can say this. Negative point. Come on. All I can point. say, Chad, is this. Oh? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I was actually like trying to make a, a legitimate you know, question. It wasn't a pun or anything like oh, that. Oh, okay. What? Oh, sure. <laughs> so what are you trying to actually ask? Like the uh, the illusionary uh, the, the fake end. end. Yeah. Yeah. The, the what they all stay in. Popped up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're all in the inn, and then when the inn vanishes, the tub is still there. Right. <laughs> Wouldn't the tub vanish too? Yes, but it's funnier to see him in a bathtub with blue blood coming out. And the reason why it's blue blood is because ancient oh people actually thought that royalty were blue bloods because of the whatever. Um, people back then were stupid. Um, also, it was a way to be PG thirteen instead of all. Exactly. Ah, I got That's you. That's exactly what it is. Um, but yes, technically the bathtub would have disappeared, but it was funnier to, to make that henchman stick his hand in the cold tub of water with a dead dude. Does he have the <laughs> Does he have the necklace? Well, I don't know. You go stick your hand in there and find out. <laughs> Captain, we found he's been hiding sausages. No, 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 no. Let that go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! I saw a great commercial. You know how in other countries commercials are great because they have like a less rating system, or whatever. Yes. It was a commercial for a hot dog, you know, oh, just like yeah. a generic, you know, like Wiener Schnitzel hot dog, whatever. And and it's literally this little cartoon hot dog is running down the hallway screaming because it's going to get eaten, and this girl, this very attractive girl, is chasing after him. And then the hot dog jumps into bed trying to hide, and there's a dude in the bed, so she comes up from under the covers. And she's reaching, <laughs> trying to grab the, the hot dog. Well, then the don't, hot, make, don't do that again, Sean. But then the hot dog, <laughs> the hot dog jumps out the side of the covers, and the dude wakes up and he looks down. and He starts smiling, and then all of a sudden she looks over and she sees a little cartoon hot dog on the corner, and then she's like, "Oh my gosh!" And she lets go, and it's hilarious. Anyway, there you go. <coughs> Sorry. What country are you you watching? It then? was on. It was on Facebook. 
that's all I have to say about that. So, there you go. Um, are we ready for this thing? So, top three. So, this is kind of a fairy tale. Um, I guess, sort of. Sorry, coughing. Um, I guess it defeats the point of the cough button if I tell people I'm coughing. Anyway. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. I'm pretty sure they understand when the when the radio goes silent. <laughs> yeah. That that something. It's a know, sky is pickup, on. is what it it's is. Totally, yeah, that's sure. what it is. We'll just blame Skype. Uh, sky pickup in the world of tomorrow. That's right. Um, you really, that movie really affected you, Corny. That's like the third <laughs> time you've used that joke. Um, so we decided <laughs> to do top three fairy tales, and I think Sam put in the caveat not Princess Bride. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. So fairy tale. What what defines a fairy tale? It's kind of up to you, I guess. Is it? Because like I always I always view it as there's some sort of fantastical element to it. Um, so Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that could be it, but it's basically it's it's quest stories. It's so Lord of the Rings. So Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Suck it, Sam. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not. I I wouldn't use it. obviously. I would never call that a, a fairy tale because I always thought fairy tales had morals. Like there was a point. Yeah. Um, now, if you read that some of Hans Christian Andersen's fairy tales, there are no Skip. points. They're pretty horrific. And Brothers Grimm, they're all oh. really horrific too. Like um, Rapunzel. That movie, that that book is damn uh, story is is depressing and creepy. Yes. Um, Isn't that the one the prince gets his eyes gouged out? Yes, by yeah. by thorns. By thorns, yeah. Yeah, and um, what was it? Um, Rumpelstiltskin was pretty gruesome. Yeah, and like Little Mermaid, she doesn't in fact win the day, doesn't get her boyfriend or whatever, and turns into sea foam, <laughs> um, and she has to cut off her fins or something like. It, or she cuts out her she cuts out her tongue. That's what it is. Like, yeesh, wrong with yeah. you people. Anyway, it's a good thing Disney came along and said, "Hey, we're going to take your cool idea and make it way better." So, except for the priest on the boat. Except you know. for the priest, that's supposed to be his knee. Okay. Yeah. So why? Well, but, my my definition included, you know, if I could sit down could and tell a story. You know, a bedtime story to my kids. I could turn this easily into something like that. Fair enough. All right. Once upon a time, there was this small gnome who decided to go on a journey, on a journey to find the magic necklace, bracelets. (laughs) Call it the Brotherhood of the Bracelet. Brotherhood of the Bracelet. Could be a three-parter. The second one would be called a couple couple of towers. towers. (laughs) And the climactic conclusion. Hey, hey, the king's, the king's back. back. If you played um, World of Warcraft, that joke is hilarious. Um, if and not, if you played it, it's probably not that funny anymore either. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's probably not. It's, it's yeah. I think it's still funny. But if you're still I listening still to this episode, we applaud you. Four slash space joke. If you're still with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, top three. I've already played the clip, so we're going to go. Chad, top three fairy tales type movies. Go. Enchanted. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Um, where's my list? Crap, where's my list? Hold on. <laughs> I didn't uh, write one, so you can't cheat off me. <laughs> I know you didn't write one. Um, you know, I'm going to throw the labyrinth in there. Ooh. Okay. With old Jessica, not Jessica, what's her name? Jennifer Connolly? 
Uh, yeah, very young Jennifer Connelly. Very young, and very very creepy movie. Yeah, was isn't that uh, talk about eyebrows? Isn't that How David David Bowie? Isn't he the the thing? Yeah. Anyway, there you go. She's a very like... hairy woman. Okay, and uh, as a tied for first, <laughs> I'm done with you, Sam. I'm done. I'm wash my hand of you. Go ahead, Chad. Um, uh, Alice in Wonderland. Um, the Tim Burton version because mm. you know I'm. You like you like the Tim uh, Burton. I like the He's Tim. All about that Tim. All about that Tim. No, Danny. I'm kidding. Okay. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> and never ending story. And... Yeah. Did you know they made a third one? Because I didn't. Ugh. You know, I think I did know that they made a third I, one. I only found that. I out. remember the second one a little bit. <laughs> the second one had Jonathan Brandis in it, but. It was like a BuzzFeed thing, like top ten sequels that should never have been made, and it was the never-ending story three. I, I didn't even know that was a thing. Anyway, corny. I think it'd be a, a pretty good franchise, you know, because it never ends. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Uh, Where's the cricket sound there, Sean? I don't have one. I should. <laughs> All right, so my number three is going to be Shrek. Yes, I'd be ah, Shrek. For I, was, I was going to say that one. That's good. All right, my number two, the Lego movie. Okay. Okay. And my number one, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. <laughs> the fairy tale. The fairy tale, okay. Uh, you, all right, plead your argument before the case. Or before yeah, the right, court. So, <laughs> gotta, the, the, the moral of the story is that uh, you need to do things for yourself. You have stages. You have characters that you meet along the way. You have friends that go with you. You have fighting. I mean, it's... <laughs> Like it a, is a fairy tale. It sounds like a video game to me. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it is. Uh, uh, whatever. Okay, Aren't fine. some of the best video games fairy tales, though? Really? Uh, Zelda? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. Chad Williams. Mario. Mario. Is that a fairy tale? I don't know. Anyway. It really was. Yeah. I mean, you have to go. You have to. You go, he goes on a quest. There's castles. There are princesses. You have to go and save the. You have to go save the princess. And you have to overcome the evil, you know, fire-breathing, oh, hammer-throwing turtle, turtle baby daddy. <laughs> That's a weird way to describe it. But yes. Um, yes. Uh, was there someone else? Um, no? Nope. <laughs> I think that's it, right? Oh, there's, there's my turn. Uh, I'm going to say Star Wars. It's a fairy tale because there's magic and and there's a and there's a tr- and there's okay. a story of things. There's sword fighting. There's sword fighting and things. Sword fighting. Uh, I was also gonna say Shrek. I, I like the Shrek movies and um and and things and they actually make fun of fairy tales, which is hilarious. Um, uh, and, I'm a uh, real boy. I'm a real boy. Oh, be good. Be good. Mongo, <laughs> no, you big stupid pastry. Um. Uh. You know. I had a hard time with this one just because of the of the category of the thing. I mean, there's always like such great Disney, like just Disney movies in general, like uh, like Wreck It Ralph. I can argue be like a like, as a fairy tale. I mean, I can argue that more than there's a hero's journey in it, yeah, certainly. Yeah. So, and maybe that's what we should have changed it to, like the hero's journey kind of movies, you know? Because there's obviously a lot of those, but it doesn't matter. Um, I'm just gonna stick with those two because Star Wars is awesome. That's all I'm gonna say about that. So, moving on. Go ahead, oh. go ahead, Sam. Even though my script is now filled with Jurassic Park is awesome garbage, <laughs> I'm changing the password immediately. 
Oh, do you, am I allowed to, to go here? Yeah, I told you go. I've queued you oh, up. Oh, okay. I've set you no up. one cares. Let's go. Give me a hook at number three. Okay. Um, I like my hook. Number two, um, I actually have a tie <laughs> between Edward Scissorhands. That sounds like a personal issue to me. And Big Fish. That's a really good movie. Oh, yeah. That's a good that's one. A good, and, good movie. Yeah. yeah. And number one, Never Ending Story. Never Ending Story. There you go. All right, I there's... almost had Oh Brother, Where Art Thou on there, oh. but I, I don't know. There's no you know, really it's... magic. It's, I mean, it's a road trip, yeah. but it's not. I mean, it's about the Odysseus or the Odyssey, but like. Uh, or it, it, not there's implied magic, but not really. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. frogs and things and mysticism. was a horny toad. Okay. All right. If it's no Scottish, it's crap. That's right. Angry Scotsman's coming up for you, and he Even had words bastards. to say about uh, him missing last week and Chad's absence. Good evening, you bastards. Well, well, it is great to be back with you, and I am sorry I wasn't able to join you last week. But uh, I heard the show, and things went uh, well, um, well, as good as they go, I guess, for you guys, and. Um, I would like to say that it is really great to hear your voice again, Chad. It, that sweet, sultry, supple, sexy <laughs> voice of yours. Uh, yeah, I missed it. Uh, kind of in a creepy way. Uh, so, the uh, guy that filled in for you, though, and he filled in, I guess, once for Sam as well. Does he know how to do anything other than giggle? Because I listened to both of those episodes again. And he giggles like a little schoolgirl after everything you say. <laughs> have you never heard that if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all? It doesn't say, if you don't have something nice to say, giggle. Or, don't say anything at all. That's not the rule. Just who the <laughs> is this guy? That's my main problem with him. Uh, I like him, but I guess. But he just giggles like a little girl the whole time that he's on your show. And no offense, but it's not that funny. I've heard it many times, uh, and I do not laugh that much. So, uh, speaking of laughing pretty hard, I didn't get to talk about Snowpiercer, so here we go. Tilda Swinton, uh, bless her heart, she is Scottish, so I'm going to go easy on her, but she looks like one of those uh, naked cats, you know, one of those cats that's got no fur. She looks like that. Homely is the word that my grandmother would use. Uh, yeah. And I'm not sure why also she has a boy haircut. Is she one of those... Uh, what's the word? Carpet puncher? No, that's not the word. <laughs> uh, Can you say that? Well, I'm not sh- Does she like women, is my question. Well, okay. Is did. she a fan of the cock? Or is she more of a... Uh, uh, you know, does she like tacos? Huh? You know? Right? Okay. So, let's talk about the director of this film for a minute. I know he's from North Korea, and people there don't <laughs> Not North Korea. <laughs> because they've been taught for generations that a five-year-old in a onesie with a really bad haircut is the only person that you should ever listen to. But, you know, his problem with this movie is it's completely unrealistic. Okay. The United States, and I know you're from there, and I'm not trying to bash it completely, but I'm sure it's their fault, uh, set off some sort of 
device that puts us in an Arctic winter and kills everyone. Okay, how the f*** do you get people from all across the world, all different accents, all different uh, backgrounds and cultures, how did they end up on that train? All right, were they waiting by by the train tracks? When the train came to their part of the country, they just hopped right on? No, I don't think so. It's like Dumb and Dumber. Oh, there's more hitchhikers. Pick them up. No, that didn't happen. All right, were they all waiting in one place to get on this train when the world ended? Uh, I don't think that happened. So there's problem number one. Number two, let's sure, let's just freeze appendages. Why not? Yeah. I mean, shit, let's yeah, go one, for it. Just freeze them. Yeah, it just take some, uh, take some appendages off and freeze them. You want a flesh pop? They do. They like it. You know, they, I'm not sure why they broke it up. To them, it's kind of like eating uh, a popsicle, right? Yeah, this movie's a little bit crazy, and I like crazy, but uh, that one was a little bit over the top. And we get to the train car with a bunch of meth heads dancing around. That's a little too close to home for me, uh, so I'm going to leave that one alone. Now, as for Stardust, Stardust is just a vile, boring piece of shit. I literally <laughs> fell asleep. It's yes. terrible. Don't watch it. Michelle Pfeiffer is old, and I wish they would have gotten the three ladies from Hocus Pocus to fill in. There you go! Oh and we'll leave it at that. So, that is... St- oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait just a minute. I've got a bone to pick with you guys, and I almost forgot about it. How dare you? Okay, I don't even really have the stomach to say the name of this film, but how could you put the usual suspects in front of Sir Sean Connery's masterpiece, The Hunt for Red October? Are you out of your f***ing minds? Huh? Is What part... Of the usual suspects, is a good movie. None of it. Did you see it? Well, wait. I, I can honestly say I didn't, and I'm not going to watch it. But I guarantee you, it's shit compared to Hunt for Red October. Everyone in that movie is terrible. Everyone in Hunt for Red October is fantastic. They all got uh, Oscars for that, for their portrayals in the movie. Don't look it up. It's true. I know. I have got uh, good sources that tell me that. Obviously, your skills at this uh, movie review process have not quite honed in yet. I'm not sure how much longer this will be uh, a a thing, because when people find out how much of a fraud you are, they will stop listening. And I am sorry about that. I know it's going to be rough on you, and you'll make it. Just keep, you know, I have a dream, right? Keep working at it. You'll get there. Yeah. If you put uh, movies like uh, Hunt for Red October at the top of your list, right? Okay. Well, uh, Merry Christmas. Goodbye. Well, that was a little long. Uh, that was a long, angry she said. rant. He, he missed last week, so he was making up for it this week. So sorry about that. That was a little painful for you. Uh, so there you go. Thank you, Angry Scotsman, for your... Dang it. Cough. <clears throat> yes, sorry. <laughs> Missed the button again. Um, there you go. So that's it. That's your episode. Oh, well, yeah. So t- out of 10. Right. We got to do that still. Out of 10. Um, out of 10 is now. <laughs> uh, 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 Chad. Out of 10 is now. Um, 
uh, how many poisoned wine glasses uh, out of ten would you give this? Um, well, there were three in the movie, so I'm gonna give it five. Okay. <laughs> Took a while to get there. With a dramatic. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Pause. There it is. Okay. Where's Willie? You all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, jeez. Uh, um, good. Uh, corny. Corny. <laughs> How many slaughtered princes would you give this movie? All of them. Uh, well, I'm going to go with... Uh, Good solid six. Okay. Well. All right. Good. Six and a half. Or six. You said. I should do I I need to write these down, don't I? I always forget to do this. Yes. <laughs> Damn yes. it. Uh well, I didn't do it for last week. Oh well. Sorry, Tim. Um I think I got it. Okay, good. Yeah. Um nothing like clerical work on the radio. This is great. Chad says five. Corny says six. Sam. I am going to say eight and a half. There it is. Penciled in eyebrows. Out of <laughs> okay. Eight and a half. Love this movie. One of the one of the more fun story. Uh, I'm sorry. One of the more fun fairy tales out there. That uh, it's just a blast. I love love it. Love the story. That you can just jump over the wall and you're in a different world. Yep. Loved it. Yep. Uh, Escapism. That's what it's all about. Uh, I I I actually will also give it an eight and a half. Botulism. 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 What did you say? Uh, no, I'm not giving it that. I'm giving it eight and a half um, <laughs> foxes and wolves eating witches alive uh, out of ten because uh, I just I, I could watch this movie right now if I wanted to, though it's yeah. late and I don't want to, but I could um, because I had a good time with it. I like the soundtrack. <coughs> Excuse me again. I think most of the actors are pretty great. <laughs> and uh, I don't care what you say about her eyebrows. She's a lovely person. And I think... Uh, Never said that she wasn't lovely. I just I, said she I, was not as attractive. And I think you're going to hell for it. So, there you go. <laughs> um, there you go. Um, so, this will be our last episode before Christmas. Um, so, when you hear this episode... Merry Christmas, or whatever. Uh, Kwanzaa, uh, Hanukkah. Uh, Winter Solstice Side. Las Posadas. Any, anything else that you do or celebrate? Thanks for Weasel listening. Weasel Smacking Day. Uh, what? Weasel Smacking Day. Weasel Stomping Day. Weasel Stomping Day, I'm sorry. Um, there's some awkward Foley work happening again. Somebody clearly Googled bell sounds and is just having a good time. We're talking about Christmas, right? You're such a dumbass, man. Oh, my God. Anyway. Somebody needs to learn how to play the sleigh bells. I mean, it's not that hard. Really? I mean, just come on, Sam. Really? Anyway. um, so, So, yeah. So, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. And this will make, if I'm not mistaken... Uh, by the time this episode airs, we'll make, um, hold on. I'm going to walk over here. 
And look at this piece of paper. Oh, this is great radio. Hold on. Uh, nope. Never mind. I was wrong. <laughs> this Sean being wrong was brought to you by uh, Nyquil. Assumptions. Assumptions. Actually, it was brought to you by iTunes. All right, here we go. Sorry. So, um, yeah, that actually works super awesome. I didn't realize that. Um, so by the time we do this episode, Merry Christmas and things. But when we do the live episode on January 11th, the the podcast will be officially one year, one calendar year old. Meaning, wow. Meaning... I got notification from iTunes that our podcast had been accepted on January 10th, 2014. So that when we air on the 11th, we will have been one year and a day old. So that's actually really cool. And I didn't really mean for it to work out that well, but uh, I don't plan. I'm not I can't believe we're still doing this. I'm not that clever. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah. It's actually pretty cool that no one has uh, emailed us and said stop yet. (laughs) Oh, they've Um, tried. I've broken their fingers. Uh, oh, speaking of email, did we get any email? We did have an email. Look at that. Thank oh, you, okay. Chad, for saying that. Um, uh, this is from... <laughs> I got a cough, man. I can't help it. This is from our friend Jeff. Jeff says... My name is Jeff. Jeff says, sort of disappointed with the Snowpiercer podcast. Oh, I'm disappointed with ep- your face. Jeez. Uh, no, we're not, Jeff. No, we're not. The only episode y'all have done that involves trains and Corny was not at his house with the built-in train sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> I still listened even though I was placed on probation for the whole poultry guys thing. Yes. I was told by a fairly good source that I was now off probation so I could sneak in one of my top favorite movies for the cheap seat take. Wait, what? I was told by a fairly good source that I don't also So can I? Sneak in the, uh, one of my top favorite movies for the cheap seat take. How about adding the classic 1978 Animal House to the list? Anyway, oh, God, yes. Keep up Is the great... I don't think so. Keep up the great <laughs> entertainment, Jeff. Uh, Jeff, you have successfully... <laughs> oh, God, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to end hold that cough off, but it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> Jeez, Sam, hit the mute button. I've, I've stayed on mute for the majority of this episode because I've been coughing the entire time. I'm going to hang up on Oh, this God. Um, this, this podcast is brought to you by the Infirmary Ward. Uh, anyway. Um, Let's give you the little blue pill up and boom. Um, You've got... Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it like you had one of two things? You either had mono or you were pregnant. Like that was like the, that was the joke <laughs> of the Infirmary. It was one year I had mono and I was pregnant? Yeah, God, it was weird. Awful. It was a weird year. 2002 was a weird year for us all. Uh, thanks, Jeff. Yeah, you have successfully uh, fulfilled your sentence um, <laughs> uh, for Poultry Geist. Uh, I don't think we've quite forgiven you, but you are... Um, poultry Geist. That, that song is still catchy, though. I don't yes, yes. Um, I have a rash from that movie, by the way, Jeff. <laughs> you Thank you. have a rash? That's uh, awful. Um, that's truly... Truly terrifying. Awful. Yeah, in more ways than one. Um, I'm too chicken to go to the doctor. Oh, oh, oh. And the jokes <laughs> continue. That... Uh... Okay, there you go. <laughs>
the only good thing to come out of that movie. Was it actually done by the Offspring? No. Oh. It sounds like it. They would have no money to do, no, to do no, that. No, they couldn't afford somebody good like that. Anyway, I'll, the Offspring, but like, I'll do it for free. No. I'll do it for chicken. <laughs> do it for chicken, but just not your chicken. Um, there you go. So what do we? So like I said, so next time we talk to you, uh, <laughs> next episode will be in 2015. So. Happy New Year also, right? Um, and there you go. Um, uh-huh. What are we watching? I know what our script says, but is that what we're watching? Um, is that what we want to do? We want to we want to start the new year off on Silence of the Lambs? <laughs> of course. <laughs> is that is that something we want to do or something else? We, is there a party movie we can get a hold of? If, uh, if we can get a hold of um, something else, maybe we'll do something else. So we'll... Uh, Look for facebook.com slash cheap seat reviews and you will find out more on what we're doing because we need to rework some of this because I don't know if I want to start the, the new year office. I was the lambs. Um, it's a good movie, but I don't want to see How does live with a nice butter beans? Right. Uh, so there you go. Um, oh, that, that's not what I want to play. What the hell? <laughs> no, I'll I'll love, I'll Listeners, if you're still listening to us right now, that might be a good song to end by. <laughs> no, we're not going to listen to that. We're going to listen to Steve play his sultry voice and his awesome guitar. Oh, uh, hey, uh, how about uh, down, Bar- down Periscope? I would love Down Periscope so I can get my audio clip. <laughs> uh, and I would play that every week, along with the Dale, the Dale Tucker uh, dog clip. Every week. Steve Everett did our intro music. We thank him for that. We, um, we appreciate him. Please leave us a review on iTunes. Um... We know because we we want you to. We uh, you know encourage you to uh, stop what you're doing right now. You're listening to your phone while you're driving. Pull over to the side of the road and leave us a review. Uh, visit our website cheapseatreviews.com. It got a little facelift uh, recently, and uh, thank you, Sam, for that. Um, we now have a. Uh, I guess I'm going to stop Steve for just a sec because I need to expand on that. Okay, <laughs> sorry, Steve. I do it like every third week. I do this. I'm going to start you over too, Steve. Sorry. We got uh, two two exciting things to talk about. First, I'm going to cough. See the magic Silence. of of, uh, of uh, audio knobs. One, we are now an affiliate with iTunes, and I think I mentioned this before, but I just want to make sure that you're aware of this. If you want to buy music that we listen to, like this soundtrack, this soundtrack is awesome. So go buy a couple tracks. Go to our website, cheapseatreviews.com. You can click on the movies. Uh, slash right the movies tab, and under yeah, the movie, like, yep. movie you can actually click on the button there, and it'll actually take you to the soundtrack for the movie. And you go in there, and you're like, "Hey, cool, check it out! I want to download." Or let's just say you're watching something else, or or something else, you know, and you're like, "Hey, I want to just go buy this song from iTunes. Maybe the new, I don't know, uh, Fall Out Boy. I think's album just popped. You know, just getting ready to drop. So you're like, "Oh, I want to go download their album." Just do us a huge favor, go through our website, and then go to iTunes. You're going to buy the song anyway, right? You're going to buy the music anyway. You're just helping us out a little bit, right? Just give us, I mean, I, I feel like we, we do the Audible and we do iTunes, and we're not we're not begging for money. We just, we use the money to help pay for the podcast. And so um, we just, we just we, you know, we could use a little bit of help. And, and you know, so, you know. We, Chad's kidney is not uh, sustaining our our fun drive. Right. So, right. So anyway, um, I only have one left. Right. So check us out. So do that. If you can help us out, that would be great. 
uh, so that we can continue to produce uh, mediocre level shows like this one. Um, <laughs> there you go. All right. Back on Steve. Sorry. Um, Facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. Follow us on Twitter at Cheap Seat Cast. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at uh, SRRED416. I don't know if anybody else is on Twitter. Um, yeah, give me Suniji16. <coughs> I'm sorry. You have to spell that because no one knows what the Suniji is. S O N E J I 1 6. There you go. At that. And then. Um, and there you go. Special thanks also will go out to Sight and Sound. They're going to help us out a lot with the live show. Super excited for that. January 11th, uh, UNC Charlotte Student Union is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to watch a terrible movie. We're going to make fun of it. And then we're going to listen to more you know, audio clips of it and do a normal podcast. Uh, we're going to set up a microphone and do audio audience interaction. Uh, it's going to be streamed. It's going to be so much fun. Please come out if you can. Uh, I, there will I, be pie. There, there, there may be pie. No, no, no. I'm going to bring a pie. And well, eat there, it. there will be pie. <laughs> All right. Well, there will be pie. So, uh, on behalf of Chad, Sam, Corny, this is Sean saying good night. And uh, you know, next time you see Corny, you'll probably have pie. Show enough. We always knew you were a whoopsie.